0: Welcome to ARC Splash. This mini-podcast highlights a program or service at the ARC United Lewis. Listeners will get to know the people and innovative programs we offer throughout our community. We hope you enjoy these. Follow us here and on ARC Waves. All right, good morning, everyone. In today's ARC Splash, we talk about guardianship often referred to as future planning, with Frank Santola and Francesca Bavavino. Frank has been a member of the arco lewis for 41 years, having spent time in a variety of roles, and is currently the director of special projects and programs. Francesca is the guardianship and outreach coordinator at the arco lewis and has been part of the agency for a little over four years. Frank, Francesca, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Heather. I'm so glad that you guys joined us today. These little mini pods are a great chance for the community to hear more about the programs that are offered at the ARC, some of the things that make the ARC unique, and also a way for people who are searching for services but maybe don't quite yet know exactly what they're looking for Mm -hmm. to hear more about the programs and and find what they're looking for. So I'd love to ask you guys, uh, and you can feel free to jump at these questions and add in as much as you like, Mm -hmm. uh, what is guardianship and why is it necessary?
1: Guardianship is a variety of things. Um, There's, people like to think of it as uh, like what you have in family court, but it's not. Guardianship is primarily for individuals with developmental and intellectual disabilities. It's called 17A guardianship. And what it entails is someone over the age of 18 with an intellectual or developmental disability does not understand or comprehend or fully appreciate Informed consent. Okay. So like you or I would be able to consent to um, a heart transplant or Mm -hmm. a procedure. Mm -hmm. And we understand all the intricacies that go into that. Sure, okay. What it's going to entail. And someone who may not, um, you know, would need guidance from a family member to be able to consent for that. Now, they do go through an evaluation process, Mm -hmm. but that's... Basically, but what also the ARC Oneida-Lewis offers as well as what's called corporate guardianship and We're considered guardian of last resort, okay. which is there are no other family members loved ones or advocates That would be able to advocate for this individual and be able to go to court to Solidify that so we would step in and we um, apply for that guardianship
0: How does that, uh, how does a parent who maybe is listening and thinking, geez, I'm concerned about what the future is for my child, how do they start to navigate that process? What do they do first?
1: Well, usually I will, sometimes I get what we call cold calls, Mm -hmm. um, and a family just would Google guardianship and the arc comes up. Um, I also get referrals from care managers, from Mm -hmm. life plan, prime care. And there is one other um, type of agency in the Mm -hmm. area Um, and then I will just talk to them about all the options and that's where future planning comes in okay
0: okay now there's a term that sometimes uh, I've heard around the agency and I'm still pretty new here as most of our listeners know uh, guardianship committee what is that Frank can you describe that a little bit
2: sure I'm glad you asked about the committee um It takes. Have you ever heard the old um, say? It takes a village. Yes, the the Hillary Clinton book, and (laughs) it's an old idiom. But um, it takes a village. It takes a lot of people working together to make the guardianship program work. Okay. Um, Everyone from our CEO Mm -hmm. to our board to this committee that we have Mm -hmm. to um, other people. But in essence, the committee is a group of really dedicated people who have come together and have been on the committee for many years to work um, together with the individuals we support and help them to the best of their ability make lifelong decisions. Mm-hmm. And um, what's important about that is that uh, we really work to the person's best ability to okay. make those decisions. Okay. Uh, we don't want to make the decisions for them. Sure. Uh, it, and it's different than what people, most people think. They think we sit in a room and make decisions. Mm-hmm. We don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francesca works very hard with the people we support and with the committee and with professionals in the area mm-hmm. to come together to make the best decision for that person.
0: That's wonderful. It's really a perfect cross-functional team with mm-hmm. the goal it of is. helping people be empowered to make their decisions, mm-hmm. their best of their ability.
2: And the wonderful thing about our committee is the people have been on it for many, many years. Mm-hmm. So they've built a trust mm-hmm. with the people we are um, supporting.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic.
1: And the committee is made up of parents and community members. Okay. And they don't necessarily have to have a child with developmental disabilities, but um, you know, most of them do. Mm-hmm. And they also have gone through the process of mm-hmm. guardianship um, or petitioning the surrogate court for guardianship of their loved ones so they understand the little ins and outs that go along with it. Sure. So it's the decisions are a communicative decision making, it's not just mm-hmm. one person.
0: You know, what's nice of having included parents with children with disabilities or someone who's been touched by that um, on that committee is that they can appreciate what the people are going through exactly. a little bit more. Right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at what point should someone start discussing future planning?
1: Yes. Um I always say to fam- families because the petition for guardianship cannot be submitted to the court until the month of the individual's birth. So I always say to families, contact me 3 to 6 months beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um and then we'll begin to collect all the information um, who you would like to name as a guardian in the petition? Who you would like to, if there is anyone, to be their backup? And then this way, then we can get all the supporting documentation that's necessary for the petition.
0: Sounds like it's quite a set of organizational skills that's led by the heart, too.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm a little, you know, obsessive compulsive about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the right. That's the right sort of Todd <laughs> yes, <laughs> characteristic, yes. I think, for that role. Yes. Now, if a listener wanted to learn more about guardianship, uh, what are some ways they can find us more information?
1: Sure. Um, there is a little um, blurbage on our website that um, the R. Conata Lewis has about guardianship, and it has my contact information. And I do have um, brochures that I do um, uh, provide to the care managers so that mm-hmm. they can then copy them off and provide them to their families. And it's a brochure specifically on guardianship and the various types of guardianship, um, or not necessarily guardianship, but like healthcare proxy, power of attorney, um, those kind of things. And then there's um, another brochure that I have that's future planning mm-hmm. and little things that go into that. And then there's another brochure that I do provide that's called NYSARC Trust Services. And that's a service of, they're like, I call it the one-stop shopping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They educate families. You or I can even contact them for assistance with trust information. So they can provide you what the various trusts are available to you, what their, um, the benefits of them or Mm -hmm. the not, benefit Uh, they also provide you the education of what you need to do to put the verbiage in your last will and testament Um, they also if you want them to they'll manage open it up manage it report it as also distribute any funds from it to the entities that you need them to provide to that's a fantastic complement of resources, right. yeah
2: you know, Francesca does a fantastic job um, in outreach and education in the community. She attends many groups mm-hmm. and she does educate families mm-hmm. and um, professionals on guardianship. And so if anybody would like her to come to one of their meetings,
1: mm-hmm.
2: she will you know happily go. That's yeah. gr- That's
0: great. Well, if I could round out this conversation and say thank you both so much for coming. You're What I take away as somebody who's new to understanding the guardianship program is that uh, all roads lead to the Ark Mm Oneida-Lewis. And from there, we can start here. And between Frank and Francesca, you can help people who are trying to plan for the future of their loved one find all the resources that they may need. So I think that's wonderful. Um, What I will do is uh, link in our show notes to your department Mm -hmm. um, and obviously the phone number for the agency as well. And um, if anyone is listening, they can reach out for any questions if it's something for their own loved one or maybe pass on the information to people they know who might benefit. Awesome.
2: Great. Thank Thank you you guys so much. Thank you, you, Heather. Disclaimer, the views, ideas, and opinions expressed in this podcast are only those of the individuals involved and do not reflect the official policy or position of the ARC Oneida Lewis chapter, the ARC New York, or any other agency, organization, employer, or company.